Thank you, Mama, for the nine months you carry me through all them pain and suffering. No one knows the struggle you bear, just only you. Hey you guys, it's your girl Tamika Johnson and welcome back to What is the Perfect Mom? <laughs> oh my god, the last couple of weeks has been like hectic between working and getting ready to move into my new apartment. It's been like everything like Everything been like, oh my God, crazy for me. And today I have a little bit of time to talk to you guys because my cousin, she came and she picked up the baby because I was overwhelmed with like moving and packing and doing everything. So yeah, welcome back. I'm so happy to be speaking to you guys. Anyway, so today I decided to talk to you and tell you about my experience last year. Last year, my son had gotten severely burnt by the radiator in my old apartment. The reason why I thought about this topic is because my landlord, she sent me a text message. And because I moved out, she was a little bit upset. And the guy next door, he moved out as well. She sent me a text message and was like, good luck on your new apartment. And she sent an emoji with an emoji with um, a straight face. Instead of a smiley face. So I just laughed. Because like. She did nothing with the apartment. Like every time the ceiling leaked. She sent family to fix it. Something happened in the bathroom. She sent family. The towels on the floor was lifted. She sent family. The refrigerator. The lights went out in the whole building. She sent family to fix everything. You know. And then my son. We didn't have like radiator covers. So right now is that season where the heat is on. So make sure you have a radiator cover to protect your children. Get some plugs for the outlets because I thought I was doing everything to protect my son by not sending him to daycare, by not letting people watch him. But it was things going on in my own home that like, I don't know. I just didn't pay attention to until my son had gotten severely burnt by the radiator. Last year, I was so tired. I came home from work. Alex had to run out and go to work. And um, he was working overnight that night. And my baby, I didn't put him in the crib. He fell off the bed. And the heat was so hot from the radiator. It was supposed to have a radiator cover over it. You know, but that was my fault. I can't blame everything on the landlord because it was my fault because I should have thought safety first. Anyway, my son spent a month in the hospital and it was November this time. We we um spent Thanksgiving in the hospital. We spent Thanksgiving in the hospital. We went to the hospital November 15th, and we got out, like, December 15th, 12th. He had to get a skin graft on his face to cover the burnt, so he was severely burnt. I spent a month in the hospital, and my Snapchat always show me the days and what I post on the Snapchat. So today was two weeks we was in the hospital, and I would take a picture of outside because we was at Presbyterian Hospital, and... Right in Manhattan, and um, it was a beautiful view. I spent every day in the hospital by my son. I spent every day in the room with my son sitting by his bed. 
and looking out that window and crying. And it was a Brooklyn Bridge. And every day I took a picture of the bridge, it gave me a little bit of hope. And I cried and I cried and I cried. And I cried every day. I cried. You know? I never, I didn't go outside. I stayed in the room. But one day, I didn't even wash my behind because I was standing by my son's side. One day, this nurse, she came inside the room. And she said, hey, mom. So I was like, hi. I was like overwhelmed and drained. I said hi to her. And she gave me some money. And I was like, no, no. She said, you never left out of this room. You need to go outside, get you something to eat, get you some fresh air. So I was like, no, I'm okay. She said, I'm going to stay in here and watch your son. That's what we're here for. You go out, get you some fresh air, and come back. So I was still refusing. And she said to me, are you drinking water? So I was like, yeah, I'm drinking the hospital water. (laughs) She said, you need to take care of you because if you dehydrate or you faint or anything in here, who's going to take care of your son? You need to eat. You need to take care of you. You can't be depressed in this room. You have to take care of you. I didn't know this lady. This came from a stranger, like one of the nurses in the hospital. She seen that every day I was in that room and every day I was crying. I really pulled down and cried when they told me he had to get a surgery. They took the skin from his head and they put the skin on his face. And when he went inside of the operating room, they was telling me, Go upstairs, go. And I couldn't stop crying. I said, what if he need my blood? He's, you know, all positive. We have the same blood type. What if this? What if you need a kidney or something? Like, I was just like, oh, my God. And it was around this time last year. It was this time last year. And um, I thought maybe I was going to have to go see a therapist because ACS came. But ACS wasn't that bad. They wasn't hard on me. It was like... They gave me some 30-day watch, and the ACS worker, when she first came, she was telling me, oh, you need to come to a conference. And I was like, a conference? She was like, no, you. the first day my son in the hospital, you need to come. And I said, I'm not leaving my son's side unless somebody come with the cops, and the cops cuff me, and then I'm leaving. But other than that, you can FaceTime me, you can call me on the phone, or his father can go. I'm not, and I was crying, and then Alex's mother told me to calm down, and she spoke for me. And the ACS lady, she was a sweetheart. They called me, we talked. Then when we came home the next month, she came to my house with a big bag of clothes, and a big bag of toys and everything for my son. And she spoke to me and she gave me a number and she said, go seek some therapy. Go speak to somebody because this can be traumatizing not only for him, but it seemed like it's more traumatizing for you. And it was traumatizing because when we got home from the hospital, I was afraid to be home by myself. I was. I told one of my cousins, please come stay with me. Alex missed like two weeks from the job and that's it. <laughs> it was no more job for him because he was new at the job and I was just afraid. Like I was traumatized, traumatized. Like I was afraid of the radiator. I kept hearing my son screaming over and over and over because when it happened, I was asleep. 
and I woke up, picked them up, and called 911, and everything, you know, was going from there, but I was traumatized, I was screaming, he was screaming, I kept hearing the screams in my head for about seven months, I cried for seven months, I cried, and I cried, and I cried, but not only did I cry, I prayed, I prayed, and I spoke to God, I listened to gospel music. I asked the devil to please stop attacking me. Because things had gotten real tough at that time. Alex lost his job and um, I had to go back to work. I don't, you know, but going back to work and everything helped me gain myself back. But I was drained. One of my coworkers, he pulled me in the room and he said, this is for your son. He gave me something for my son. My siblings, my cousins came over. They made sure Christmas happened for him. You know, my support at that time, yeah, they they helped me down. Alex's mother was a blessing as well. So, yeah, I just wanted to tell you guys about my accident last year. And let me tell you, this year, we moved into our new apartment. My son had his own room. The windows have stoppers. Because <laughs> when I went to San Luis, I said, listen, we have to do everything to make sure my son is protected. You feel me? I need the stove stoppers. I need everything that's going to protect my son. So what are some of the things you're doing out there, moms, to keep our baby safe? Because not only if my baby cries, it seems like if another baby cry. I get startled too. Like, I'm ready for action. I'm ready to be a mother to that baby. Well, I just want to tell you guys my story about last year. And, you know, this year, last year my back was against the wall. And somebody told me I had to get myself together for my son. And, baby, that's what I did. A stranger had to tell me that. Anyway, thanks for listening. Sorry it took me so long just to get to the next episode. A lot of things was going on. But right now, I'm in a good space. I'm happy. My son, he's running up and down. He had his own room. And all his toys is not in my living room anymore. It's right in his room. So that's the power of a prayer, you know. I went through a lot last year. Anyway, thank you for listening. Later.